Welcome back, guys, to <laughs> episode two. No, what is this? Yep, this is episode oh, okay. two. <laughs> episode two of A Lot More Stupider yeah. with V and Zara. We're confused <sighs> about which episode it is because we've tried to record this episode. <laughs> 50 million times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's okay. We're getting there. Mm-hmm. And we're getting better by each mistake that we make. We learn something every time we make a mistake. Each test run. Yes. So, are you excited to talk about this episode? I am. I am. Yeah. Um, I liked this episode. I liked the stuff that we saw. Um, it was definitely like a setup episode. I know we talked about that before. But I feel like we got a good amount of Jenny and Sumit, and I love them. All right, um, what's going on? So we open with Jenny on her way to India. So she's going there. She's so excited. Um, I didn't realize that it had only been five months. Uh, I thought she had been gone for like a year or something, but she really wasn't. Um, she's only been gone for five months, so it seems like Sumit has really been working hard to change things and he says that he promised himself right after she left that he would bring her back and marry her he says he's feeling free that he's grateful that he got another chance um and their airport scene was so cute it was it was so sweet i loved it i loved it i know we talked about this in in the first take but um yusuf and i just immediately noticed the plethora of brown men standing around <laughs> at the airport watching them. Oh, it gave me flashbacks. Because <laughs> even without cameras, that's kind of what it's like in India. <laughs> yeah, the, the, everybody's staring. Yeah, there's a lot of staring. People just like to know what's going on, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> People are like that down here, too, which is really weird for me. And coming North from Carolina. New York. Yes, I'm telling you. Coming from New York, where everybody's like, you know, you just keep your head, you know, you keep your eyes to yourself. You know what I mean? You don't just go around staring at people because nothing surprises you. But down here, literally, they will be driving past and their heads will be staring, like turning, like, look at the road, just staring at you. And like... Even though I'm not from the city, the New Yorker in me is like, what the fuck are you staring at? <laughs> like, Jeez. it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> me and my cousin discuss it all the time. We're like, what is up with that? I don't know. So you could relate to Jenny is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in a sense. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but yeah, the airport scene was so cute. I, I loved it. Um. I love how much Jenny loves India. Yes. Um, There were a lot of scenes in this episode that made me feel really nostalgic and really homesick for India. Mm -hmm. Um, And and obviously, like, a lot of their scenes specifically. Obviously, because they're in India. But (laughs) I just feel like Jenny is so respectful and appreciative of the culture. Yeah. And I just feel like if if you're going to go live in another country and particularly if your life partner is of a different ethnicity and, and comes from a different culture i just feel like jenny is such a great example of how to approach that 100 100 i definitely yeah. wrote that down yeah 
Because yeah. she was saying how she's like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm finally back. I love how there's so many people. It's so busy. I love the smells of the spices in the air. It's just, ah, she's like, ah, it's just so good to be back. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is how the other couples and just people in general need to be, I feel like, when they're somewhere that's not their home or that's not America. Because you're going, it's not going to be like America. You know what I mean? Like that's the reason, the whole reason you're going to visit another place. Mm -hmm. There's there's millions of people that live in that one country or wherever you're going. And this is their culture. This is their lifestyle. You need to appreciate that. Open up your horizons. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I I thought that was great. I was like, yes, this is how Big Ed was supposed to be acting last season when he went to the Philippines instead of complaining about every damn thing. I am so angry that he is getting as much attention as I he know, is. I know, I know. Because he is the worst. A toxic human being. Yeah, he is. Like, you saw him on so the tell-all, right? Horrible. Um, I saw pieces of it and I Yeah. And he's on that new B90 show. Ugh, yes. He has like this incredible like Instagram and TikTok following. Why? He's well, making, I've been. I think he's making tons of money doing like cameos and stuff like that. Ew. Yeah. Sorry, I'm really yeah. disgusted. Well, yeah. I follow um, I follow Rose on YouTube. Oh. Yeah. And I watch her videos and I watch the ads to make sure she gets her coins. Yeah. So. I follow Rose on TikTok and she's so funny. She's a, adorable. She really is. Yeah. But sorry, we went off on a tangent. It was a nice okay. tangent, so it counts. So. I'm not sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, after, oh, yeah. So Jenny apparently had a long flight or not mm-hmm. even a long flight. It was just a long day of travel. So Jenny um, explains to us that she had gone through 26 hours of travel, which seems intense. But as you explained to me, because I was like, that's ridiculous. um, (laughs) It includes flight time, air time, and, um, you know, layover time, which that makes that makes sense. So um, that's, that's a lot of travel for love. That's, that's a long time for love. But I mean, in the grand scheme of things, one day and compared to the rest of your life with the person that you love, it it's worth it you know yeah I mean I want to I want to go to India really bad I want to go like just experience the whole world let's go together can we can you can we can we yes because you know I'm down oh my god I've been waiting for this our whole friendship I'll take you to my hometown I know all the best restaurants you know, I would love it. You know, I would love... Okay, we got to talk about this. In the I time. know you would love it. I would love it. You, But much like Jenny, you would have to be very prepared for prepared. every single human you pass by to be staring at you. Okay, see, I feel like I would be okay with that in <laughs> India. It's here I'm not okay with because they stare at me weird. Like, okay, I could understand in India, like, hey, I'm a, bl- a random black girl in India. What are you doing here? Okay, no, that's fine. That's I could I could get used to that. I understand that. Yeah. Um, here there's no excuse, bro. We look the same. Why are you looking at me? You don't know me. <laughs> All right, we're not cousins. We're not family. I'm not your ex girlfriend. I'm not your wife. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> Maybe you remind them of someone. I remind every single person of someone. My face is very unique. But I think you have a really warm personality. 
and people are drawn to you. People are drawn to you. I don't know why. Get away from me. (laughs) (laughs) That happens to me all the time. Like, I'll be in the store, and I swear I'm having, like, the meanest face on. Like, I, I was in Aldi's the other day, right? And I was, like, picking up groceries. It was right before work, so I had to, I'm rushing, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm, like, in the grocery aisle. I'm I'm picking out, like, frozen fish and stuff like that. And this woman with her two kids who are, like, screaming is, like, yeah, have you tried the fresh fish? Yes, I have. Yeah, it's so so good. But do you (laughs) like this one? Yes, I do. That's why I'm buying it. Yeah, it's really good. You know, I try not to buy a lot. Then she goes on and tells me, like, probably, we're probably standing there for, like, five to seven minutes of her telling me about why um, she tries not to buy too much salmon because her kids don't like salmon anymore. But her and her husband love salmon. And then, like, it was just, like, this whole tangent. And I'm not a rude person, so I'm not going to just, like, walk away and be like, lady, I got to get to work. Like, stop talking. So that's probably... (laughs) she kept talking for so long but especially in quarantine world like we're Mm -hmm. in quarantine world she's so close to me I have my mask on I'm backing up Uh like she didn't have a mask on she didn't wait she did not have a mask on they're not requiring people to wear masks no I don't know what's going on now because I haven't been outside in like two weeks but (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's not men it's not mandatory it's like suggested even though it should be mandatory since our numbers are going up but anyway (laughs) wow lots of tangents today huh I know I literally talk to you every day all day long (laughs) it's not enough I need more time (laughs) last night I was thinking of texting you and I was like Zara please give Zakia some space (laughs) please give her five minutes of space so I resisted the urge. All right. Okay. We got to we we got we got to get back on track. We got to get back on track. Okay. Back to Jenny. Yes. So and they get to the house. Yep. And there's a surprise waiting for Jenny. Mhm. Uh Samit has arranged for a blessing of the house. Yep. Which I think was really really sweet. Um I guess I feel like maybe, I don't know what, you know, I don't want to say the rules, but I don't know what the tradition is, if it has to be, like, as soon as you move in. Um, But if he could have waited to the next day, that might have been a little bit better because Jenny was so tired. But she was a really good sport about it. She really was. She was a really good sport about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. It was. It was, and it was a really nice ceremony. Even though, like, she was like surprised by everything, especially the cow. She was like, "There's a cow. It's shitting on the patio." (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, the thing is, Sumit. Like, I feel like he needs to give her more lead time on the things that happen. Like, he just tells her things as they're happening in the moment. Yeah, and so she needs like a little bit of an adjustment period. Like, tell her. Maybe before she gets there, that a cow will be inside your residence. Yeah, in the four-hour drive that it took from the airport <laughs> to the house, he could have mentioned it. She was like, is it coming inside? She's like, no, I don't want it in the house. What if it poops on the floor? And it did. Oh, my God, poor Jenny. Oh, so she's funny. Like, she's like, I have a flower pot on my head. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. But she was a really so good sweet. word about it. Yeah. Yeah. 
and to me like really um <laughs> he definitely should have told her a little earlier but he did like i like the way he explained to her you know kind of the meaning behind it and yes. why they were doing it and yeah and all of that yeah i thought it was Super really sweet. um i thought it was really cute and really funny like when when she was resistant about the cow coming in the house and he was like, well, no, it's good. It's good luck. It brings you, you know, wealth and health and it's good to clear up your debts." She was like, oh yeah, we need this. We, we need to bring the cow. In. I was like, sure yeah, I need do. one too. Pass well, me, pass me one. <laughs> I was thinking about that. And um, so they had to move into a different apartment this time around in yeah. a less, what you Sumit describes as a, a a more dangerous area yep mm -hmm. and once again also like context and lead time he's like sitting her down on the couch being like yeah people get shot here like stabbed they'll break into your house she was <laughs> like what he's like they'll kill a man for ten dollars ten dollars <laughs> do you watch pillow talk as well sometimes so i watched the pillow talk episode <laughs> and um God, what is his name? <laughs> Annie's Tim? husband? No, Annie's husband. Oh, Robert? No, not that Annie. Oh, David. <laughs> yeah. His name is David? Oh, yeah, David. David no, Trubasky? No, like oh, no. by David Trubasky? No, then it was Robert. Robert. Robert, sorry. Yeah, so Robert is like $10. That's all Jenny has. I was like, damn. <laughs> you ain't lying. You ain't lying. Oh, my but, gosh. Yeah. I almost just spit my tea out. <laughs> Oh, Robert and Annie have become like one of my favorite couples. Yes, mostly and I Annie. Hated, I hated Robert. Yeah. I did. I hated Robert in the beginning, but I see how they like bounce off of each other. Yeah, and I'm starting to love it. And I yeah. love pregnant Annie. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm so happy for her because she's yeah. wanted. She just wanted children of her own, and she thought she couldn't get pregnant, but she got with that man with that super sperm, and boop, yep. she is pregnant, and I'm sure so happy for her. Did. Yeah. Yes. She's so funny. I, she, she I saw um, the pillow talk of the first, the season premiere. Uh-huh. And when, um, what's her face? When Brittany came on? Yes. She um, was like, she, yes, was like she was like, she's like me. Yes. <laughs> I was like, same Annie, same. She was like, maybe we could go to the strip club. I was like, yes, Annie, let's all go. We all go so with. That's so funny. Oh yeah, but it was it was uh, <laughs> it was pretty funny watching that conversation between Samit and Jenny, and um, he was explaining to her how dangerous it is and how they they had to move there because he is paying money back to his mm -hmm. wife's soon to be ex wife's family yeah and I was thinking about it and I wonder if because I know dowry is still a thing in many parts of India uh-huh and I know if you if a bride's family pays you a dowry and then you get divorced within a certain amount of time then you have to pay them that money back but oftentimes that money is usually like spent like pretty quickly oh okay um so i'm wondering if part of him having to to pay them back is having to pay back the dowry and i think if you don't pay it back they they can arrest you that's intense yeah that's really in uh, that's horrible but yeah um because i remember i think it was the first episode 
um, Samin was saying, like, yeah, my father-in-law told me I paid for this wedding. Now you have to pay me back since you're divorcing my daughter. And I guess the total came to $20,000, okay. which I was like, that's a lot of money. That's a Maybe. lot of money. Maybe he was talking about paying for the wedding then. It's not a dowry. And not the dowry. Because would a dowry be that like, that much? Uh, dowries can get pretty high. But don't the doesn't the husband pay for the dowry? In some cultures, okay. In some cultures, like the like the husband gives like gives the bride's family something. So, for example, right. um, Annie and David, Annie yes. from Thailand. Mm-hmm. David had to give her family. I don't know, then agreed upon amount or something. And right. then I think Akini and Benjamin had the same yep. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, and it may, maybe the India's so big and the cultures are so diverse. I don't know everything, but um, the majority of what I've seen and heard about is the bride's family having to give a dowry to the husband's family. Wow. Okay. I didn't know and that. And it's meant to be, I, I think originally it was meant to be like a, we're giving you another person to take care of in your household. So here okay. is some added financial support. Okay. You, you know what I mean? Like we, yeah. we're giving you our daughter. So like here is some financial support to help take care of her. Right. Right. Um, but I don't think a lot of people see it that way anymore. Okay. So either way. Mm-hmm. Sami so has a lot, a lot, a lot of debt now. Yeah. Um, but I'm still proud of him for making sure that he secured a home, you know, for Jenny and himself. And he's really showing, you know, initiative and he's really showing that he loves her, he cares for her, and he's gonna make this work. So I am one hundred percent rooting for them. Yeah. Always. Me too. Me too. We can move on to Armando and Kenneth, except it was just Armando this episode. Yeah, just Armando. Um, this was a, a scene that a lot of people we were we were waiting for. Mm-hmm. So, in this scene or this episode, um, Armando finally speaks to his parents about him, his true self. Um, he comes out to them. And he also explains, you know, about him moving and who's he, who he is in love with and all this, you know, all this stuff. So, yeah. And I was so nervous as soon as the scene started and you, you see them sitting together and just the tone is so somber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was really nervous about how it was going to go. And I was so pleasantly surprised. His mother was so sweet. She was. Yeah, she when really she was. was getting upset and got up from the table, I got a little nervous because I thought she was about to storm out. But she, Same. Um, you know, she embraced him and, and said, how could you think I don't love you? I'm your mother. Dad was crying. Yes, you it know. was beautiful to see how accepting and loving they were of him. Because yeah. he, so, he was so scared. He was so scared yeah. that, you know, they weren't going to receive him well. And... The fact that they did, I I was just so happy for him. Yeah. So with the limited information that we have, I feel like this scene shows us that both of his parents probably regretted their reaction. 
Mm, probably, um, and, yeah. And it sounds like there was stuff going on with the ex-wife, like emotions were running really high at that Definitely. time. Definitely, yeah. You know? Um, yep. And they have probably been processing it in some way since. Yeah, definitely. Um, and also, like, his dad, because when, you know, his dad was very sweet, you know, he grabbed his hand, you know, he was very, which to me, that physical touch was more reassurance that, yes, I'm, I still love you. You're my son. Don't, you know, I accept you. But then when Armando says, you know, I plan on visiting and I want to visit with Kenny and I want to make sure that you guys are okay with that. Mm-hmm. His father's like, um, you got to give me some time on that. Yeah. And then uh, Armando's like, well, I don't plan on visiting without him. And right. again, his father stresses, you have to give me some time on that. Like, mm-hmm. give me some time on that. So to me, that was that was that was real. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't think his parents would mince words at all, especially yeah. his father. Yeah, I liked how transparent they both were in their in their boundary setting. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that he got support. And they seem largely, I feel like both of them wanted to make it abundantly clear that it wasn't a question of love. Yeah, it's not a question of you're telling us this so we don't love you anymore. We're always going to love you. But I feel like I could see how scared they were for him. Yeah. Especially yeah. the mom. Um, and I think, you know, the, the mom obviously wants her family to stay together. Yeah. So she's probably going to take him moving a little bit harder. Definitely. Because I, yeah. I feel like she started crying harder mm-hmm. when um, he expressed that he was moving with him like four hours away, you know, yeah. and taking, taking their granddaughter. So... I think that's going to be hard for her because she's not going to have her granddaughter. She's not going to have her son right there, you know, with her. So that's probably what impacted her emotions even more. Yep. 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 So. So that was all we saw of Armando. It was, it was, I I like that they really centered his piece on just that conversation. Yes. Yes. Um, We mentioned that before. Like there wasn't any weird TLC editing or scripting or anything like that. It was, very, very, very genuine. Yeah. And uh, speaking of, we also decided, right, that we're going to add a segment into these episodes. Yes. Where we, call out, <laughs> where we call out uh, TLC for, like, overproducing certain things. Yes. Um, it was Yusuf's idea, and he uh, very casually referred to it as a bullshit segment. Yeah, so we're going to have a bullshit segment. <laughs> yeah. Along with our other two MVP slash, um, what is it? (laughs) Bitch ass, slut ass, whore. Thank you. Bitch ass, slut ass, whore. I tell Mm -hmm. myself to write a sticky note so I can remember it, but (laughs) so yes, we got some, we got some interesting stuff coming up. I'm excited. We do. I'm excited. Me too. Um, we can move on to our next couple, Jihoon and Devin. Jihoon and Devin. Mm, Jihoon mm, mm, and mm. Devin. Let me I tell am, you, Jihoon, I am just ugh. Ugh, disappointed. Ugh. I am disappointed. First of all, his friends are hilarious. His friends are hilarious. Um, two, he, like, I thought it was so funny the way that Jihoon, I, th- this part felt like like a TLC bullshit part because I feel like they were trying to direct Jihoon. Like, I feel like they sat him and his friends down and said, okay. Uh, Jihoon, 
we want you to bring up Devin and talk about your situation with her. Mm-hmm. And Jihoon was like, okay, and is obviously not a professional actor. <laughs> so he opened up with, uh, so do you guys know, you guys know Devin? You know my wife, Devin? <laughs> like, that's such a weird way to bring it up. <laughs> right, right. Like if you if you were to just sit and talk with me and be like, hey, so yeah. you know my husband, Yusuf? Yeah. I feel like a much more normal way would be, oh, you know, so Devin's coming. She's going to be here on X date or whatever. It was just such right. an awkward way to bring it up. So. But I feel like Jihoon is awkward in general. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, and I know that. Um, so this is where we find out that he has exaggerated to Devin about how much he makes. He admits that to his friends. AKA he lied. Yep. He lied. Uh, again. <laughs> again. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that um, some like food is cheap. But I don't understand if you've already lied about how much you're making, if she's concerned about where you're going to live and saving money. Like, how do, how do you have barbecue money? Like, how are you out here <laughs> dining with your friends? And that, that looked like a really nice restaurant. Yeah, it looked like <laughs> – it didn't look like um, – like uh, like street food or anything like that. They were like in right. an establishment. Right. I mean, maybe his friends paid for it. Maybe TLC paid for it. I don't know. Maybe. But yeah, that was that was weird too. <laughs> but he obviously he's not concerned about saving. Truly, he's just concerned about pissing Devin off. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because as you said, we find out he exaggerated, aka lied again about mm-hmm. making money. He's only doing deliveries at this point, and I think he's only making about two to three thousand dollars a month, which is clearly not enough. Yeah, you know, his friends are even they even say, you know, that they're embarrassed, they're embarrassed for yep. him and of him. Yeah, they think he's lazy. That's like the theme of everyone in Jihoon's life is they think yeah. he's lazy. His parents think he's lazy. His friends Barber. think he's lazy. His barber thinks he's lazy. <laughs> barber don't even know him. <laughs> he knows he's lazy. That's a damn shame. Jihoon, get it together. Yeah. Even his friends are like, it is insane that he would do this to her twice. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, if I if we were Devin, we would not be happy about it. So yeah, I think this is definitely gonna blow up in his face. He he talks a lot about yeah, I'm 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 gonna do it. I, I care about my family. I'm gonna take care of things, but there's some block there for him, you know? Yeah, there is. Yeah. There I there's like... some resistance to like taking accountability and absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like because Devin is such a strong, like, okay, I she knows what she has to do. She has two children. She has no choice basically, but to be strong and make sure that there's a way to provide. Yeah. And I feel like he's relying on that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's doing it consciously or subconsciously, yeah. but I feel like he's definitely um, relying on Devin's need to, you know, feel secure yeah. for the children. Yeah, definitely. Which is unfair. It's completely unfair for her. Yeah. You had brought up actually last time that um, you were wondering why Jihoon doesn't move to the States. Yes. That that was 
because I, I don't remember them ever having a discussion mm-hmm. as to um like the necessity of why she has to go over to to South Korea and why he couldn't come over here. Even right. though I feel like he probably would just be as lazy um here, <laughs> if not more lazy, because he would have you know a better excuse to be like, oh, I can't get a job, you know. Right. Right, right. So I wonder what the reasoning is. I don't know. Because yeah. I think his parents would be like more than happy for him to go. Yeah, please, God, leave. <laughs> Didn't his mom say at some point last season, she was like, you should get out of my house. Yeah. <laughs> you should not be living here. Because he's, I think he's 29. Yeah. Like you're 29 with basically, well, you, you got married, so you have two children now because mm-hmm. once you, you know, that's, Drusilla is your daughter, even though she might be a stepdaughter, that's your that's your daughter. You assume that when you married her mother. Mm-hmm. So you need to man up and take responsibility. Do what you need to do. For sure. Mm-mm-mm. We see Devin a little bit in this episode and mm-hmm. it's just her, I believe it's just, you know, them going to the airport, packing up, going to the airport and um, just saying their goodbyes. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the dads, you know how I am with the dads. They get to me, they touch my soul. Her dad gets really, you know, a little emotional when they leave and he's sad. And I thought that was a, a tender moment when they were saying goodbye and he was talking about how he's not going to see his girls anymore. So So, Devin, do you think Devin has any idea what she's about to walk into? Um, yeah, I think, I think she very much expects what she's about to walk into. She's hoping that it's not the case. Right. But I think from everything that she has said and she's already paid uh, for a place, yeah, for a place for them to stay for a month. So I, I, I think she's definitely aware. Yeah, that's true. And maybe trying to convince herself to like hold off on reacting until, until she knows for sure what's going on. Yeah, yeah. I just think that's so unfair. It's completely unfair. Yeah, completely unfair. Yeah. And you have mentioned, I think, before about how stressed she was looking. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's yeah, kind of, that was actually. Um, there was a preview of it, of this past episode that was on TV last week. Oh, okay. Um, my sister-in-law was with us and, uh, it came on and she was like, oh my God, Devin always looks so stressed out. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I think she is always stressed out. She is stressed. Yeah. She always looks like so tired and mm-hmm. just like, June, look what you're doing to her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's sad. Mm-hmm. So we can move on to what is hands down the the most interesting couple in this season. The most interesting, yep. my my favorite to watch. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yazan and Brittany. <clears throat> Yazan and Brittany. And can I just say, can I say it? Can I say it? Say it. <laughs> I was right. I was right. I was right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you were totally spot on. Yeah, unfortunately, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we open with um, Brittany, you know, getting on the plane. She's on the plane on her way to Jordan, mm-hmm. and she's super excited. She lands in Jordan. Um, you know, she has a talking head. I think she had a talking head where she was like, "I'm gonna corrupt Yazan," and I was like thinking. Mm. I don't think you are, sis. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think he's already corrupt. 
that, oh my God. And then when you brought up that point, I was like, I think you're 100% correct. Yeah. I mean, they, um, when he goes to see his dad, just red flags galore. I thought it was just so obvious. Like what a liar he is. Yes. 100%. Because, um, dad's like very concerned about them having any, like a physical relationship before they get married. Mm-hmm. And he's telling him like, I don't want that. I don't want you to be a boyfriend. I want you to be a husband. And um, I want her to be Muslim. And Yazan is like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. she's going to convert. But, but like, I'm going to, I'm going to introduce her to Islam slowly yes. so that she doesn't get scared. And on the surface, that sounds really nice. Right. right. Um, because as someone who grew up Muslim, I know that there are people who are very aggressive with mm-hmm. their teachings and their beliefs, and it can scare people away. Mm-hmm. Same thing in Christianity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't think he said it because of that reason. I think he said it to cover his ass when she arrives and doesn't want to convert. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> I just thought it was so obvious that he probably already does a lot of the stuff that his parents don't want him to do. Right. I'm sure he drinks. I'm sure he drinks. I'm sure they had sex already. Yeah. I would I would be shocked if they had not. <laughs> shocked. They, I would be shocked as well. Yeah. Brittany. They had sex already. Yeah. <laughs> Brady is fine, okay? Brady is gorgeous, okay? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I Brittany just... promised him that she would be arriving with divorce papers. Oh, yes, because um, Yazan's father brings that up. Like, hey, she brought the papers, right? Because you guys can't get married without them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then you mentioned something else before that I didn't catch or yeah, maybe I just so didn't his, know about. His dad was saying, like, at the very least, get married under Islamic law, which um, are in like the Muslim tradition, the wedding ceremony is called a nikah, and it is a religious wedding ceremony. It can also be a legal one, but it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be. Um, so I think his dad was saying, even if you're unable, even if you're unable to get married legally, at least do the religious ceremony so that in the eyes of God, you are married. I, he's very worried about his son having sex. <laughs> like, I think he is. He's seen Britney. He's seen Britney. Yeah. He's like, oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. Lord have mercy. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I wonder if Britney would be down for that. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah, at this point, it is, it's hard to tell, but mm-hmm. I wonder if she would be down for that option even, you know, even more, especially now that, you know, because we know her secret. They don't yeah. know, but we know her secret. Yeah. So I wonder if that's an option. Yeah. But, but um, I mean, overall, I thought his dad was really cute. Their, their oh house gave me um, a lot of nostalgia. Again, this is a very nostalgic episode for me because their house reminded mm-hmm. me a lot of like some of the houses in India. Yeah. And just the way his dad was like dressed and like holding a Quran and, and all of that. It was, I just thought it was really cute. And his dad was like giving him advice. That was really sweet. Yeah. Bring like, some roses to the airport. 
when you get to the airport. Make her feel special. Her get her some roses, you know what I'm saying? Lay it on for her. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought that was really sweet. Yeah, I think that's really sweet. So yeah. we shall see. Mm-hmm. So Yazan did take his father's advice. Yeah. That's probably the only advice of his father's that he's taken. <laughs> um, and he did bring some roses and they were beautiful. The flowers mm-hmm. were beautiful. And, you know, Brittany's like, oh, my God. I felt like their airport scene was not that cute. <laughs> like, I felt oh, like she started to do, like, a little light trod. But Yazan was like, yeah, I'm just going to stand here. And I thought that was weird. I don't know if maybe, like, they he can't, you know, express. They can't express, you know, um, like, PDA and things like that. But just a little, like, more, like, I don't think that's excitement. the case. Because when she did get to him, she was hugging him. And yeah. they walked out with like their arms around each other that's true that's true um maybe he was in shock (laughs) i i think he's just an asshole okay (laughs) (laughs) you know it's funny i think he was like yeah she's gonna come to me and i'm gonna stand here (laughs) fuck that guy I think you're right. You said this last episode, and I don't know why I keep doing this. Like, what is wrong with me? Like, oh, maybe he's just, no, he's a dick. <laughs> okay. It's because no. you have a beautiful, big heart, and it is one of your best qualities. Flash and worse. I am a Grinch. You are not a Grinch. You're the nicest person I know. Chill out. <laughs> just to you. Just to, okay, that might, that, that might be factual. That that might be factual. So, um, you know, they get out to the uh, they get outside of the airport. Everything looks like it's going great. And then TLC producers they put up a message saying, you know, we had to stop while we stopped to put on their mics and get everything. Um. A bottle of alcohol is exposed. I told you it was that that Patron. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Brittany greets the cast. Was it the ca- the staff with hugs? Mm-hmm. And Yazan got extremely upset. Yeah. So when the cameras start rolling again, he is um, screaming and cursing and mm-hmm. going back to the car. And it was actually really funny because the producer was like, what's going on, Yazan? He was like, fuck you, fuck Britney, she fucked everything up. And the producer was like, fuck me. And he was like, oh, no, 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 that's not what I meant. I meant, I meant fuck me, me, myself. <laughs> He's like, no, no, not you. Okay. Fuck me. Oh, okay. You know what that scene reminded me of? <laughs> Coming to America, you know, that's my favorite movie. Mm-hmm. So the scene with Eddie Murphy, he's like out and... Um, I think it was the the driver, the the cab driver, or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Fuck you!" He's like, "Fuck you, my friend." <laughs> it's <was just> so <laughs> funny. <laughs> but yeah, so that that little uh, session right there, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, he is in full out anger and just spewing yeah. really mean things to Brittany yeah. and just saying like. He's just going off, yeah. walking back and forth. You can see he's really agitated. He's really angry. And mm-hmm. this is just a sign we did not expect to see from Yazan. Like, well, I didn't expect to see it. I did. Not to this point. Well, that's because you do. You, do. <laughs> you saw the demon inside of him. I did not. I just wanted to be like, no. No. Yeah. And the thing is, like, they're not even in the same relationship. You know what I mean? Like, when they're they- not. 
they have completely different expectations of each other. Mm-hmm. Like they're there's no communication, None. and the communication that they have is an honest communication. That's yeah. what the problem is. Yeah, they're not honest in their communications and their desires for each other. Or if somebody does express a desire, it falls on deaf ears. Yeah, like Brittany, she expresses, "Hey, I do not want to convert." He hears. She's going to convert. Like, I don't get it. And what I mentioned to you before is, like, I don't understand how you can fall in love with somebody at the, you see them at this face, you meet them at this point, and you decide that, okay, I fell in love with this person. But then you completely expect them to change and conform and be somebody that you didn't fall in love with. So that is what's confusing to me. Like, hey, if you're telling me you love me like this, why Mm -hmm. are you expecting me and wanting me to change into something completely different and somebody that I'm not, you know? So I feel like that's really unfair. Yeah. Um, And he does say that he, that they had a conversation where he told her that, he, he she there there shouldn't be any drinking alcohol and that she shouldn't be like hugging men mm-hmm. um but i don't know that he like if, if there's a cultural impact that is coming into play that's one thing right you know what i mean but i have very strong doubts as to how clear that conversation was and honestly, Brittany made some good points. The fact of the matter is she's not Muslim, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And alcohol is not illegal in Jordan. Right. 100%. So, yeah, they're, they're, they're just not on the same page. And also, all. he could have handled that situation way better. Yeah. There was no need for him to be belligerent and yelling at her and cursing at her and yeah. just acting like that. He could have said, hey, like when she went to go hug the people, he could have been like, hey, remember, you can't do that here, you know? Um, yeah. Or he, he could have talked to her about it after. Yeah, that would have worked too. That, that would have worked too. You know? It reminds me of, um, God, I'm so bad with names. Nicole and Azan. Azan? Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. Nicole and Azan. Remember when they were in Morocco and oh, um, Nicole, yeah. <laughs> And Nicole was really, she likes to show PDA, but he explained that to her, like, honey, we can't do that. Honey, Mm -hmm. we can't do that. Mm -hmm. Like, he was very just, like, mild with it. You know what I mean? He wasn't, like, cursing and causing a scene. Yeah. She was causing a scene. Yeah, she was. She was like, (laughs) love me now. I was like, bro, chill. Yeah. They see y'all together. Like, (laughs) but yeah, that was intense. And I got to give it up for Brittany because... I mean, maybe she was just extremely tired after that long flight, and maybe she was just in shock, but she didn't react. She didn't have, like, a a negative reaction. She had, she didn't have, like, a physical, or she didn't start, you know, yelling or verbal reaction that was, you know. Yeah, she didn't escalate the situation. Yes, thank you. That's the word I'm looking for. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) She was just, like, very calm and just like, wow, this is crazy. You know, he's reminding me of my ex right now, which I'm not here for at all. Yeah. And honestly, like, if she had gotten really upset, it would have been totally valid. And I know I know you and I have talked about that. Yeah. Um, but with how angry he was getting, like, it's just if, – if she had matched his anger, I just mm-hmm. don't know, like, what direction that would have <laughs> – well, It would have been would have really bad. It would have been really bad. But 
you know, I'm sure in the back of her mind, she's thinking, okay, I'm in a foreign country with different laws, especially with different laws about women. You know, I I have to, I can't, I can't, I can't. But then, you know, God. The fact of the matter is, is that if she is doing something that you don't agree with or you find disrespectful in some way as her partner, there is a way to have that conversation. And the rage that he displayed mm-hmm. is so toxic mm-hmm. and just does not bode well for their relationship because that's that's you can't look at your partner and think, I am going to control her behavior and if she does anything that I don't like, then I am justified in this reaction, which is right. what he is thinking. It's just unacceptable. I so, felt I felt really bad for her in that moment. Yeah. Yeah, really, I felt really bad, bad for, her. for her too. So, we'll see next episode I think they'll it'll unfold a little bit more some of the aftermath. I know I know we see the the infamous car scene that they've been teasing for a while. Yeah, I'm nervous about that. Like that just gave me like, ooh, like, ooh, Brittany, yeah. get out of there, get out of there. Yeah. Because one, why are your hands in my face? Like, mm-hmm. don't put your hands in my face. He's mm-hmm. yelling at her, mm-hmm. he, and he's not speaking English, so she doesn't know what he's saying, you know. And it's, even though we could see in the captions he's saying "shut up," I don't know if she knew that's what he was saying. But like, it's just, it's just really intense, and I feel really bad for her. So. I want to know. Excited. I want to know what um, what the actual like translation is. Can we look because it up? I feel like he was saying "hala." He was saying "halas," but in like Urdu, that word means "it's over." Like it's over. It's over. Oh, okay. So like, stop um, talking or, about it. It's or over. it could mean "stop it." Or I, I, I mean, I guess it could mean "shut up." Regardless of like the the literal meaning, mm-hmm. um, he shouldn't have been screaming it at her. Yeah. Yeah, that's just not how you talk to your partner. Ever. No, no. Yeah. Especially after a long flight to come see you and live yeah. with you yeah. in a foreign country. But we shall see what happens with them. <laughs> and then he's going to be like, so you ready to get married? <laughs> right. And you're ready to convert, right? <laughs> now cover oh, up go. and let's go. <laughs> let's go. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with them and our last couple of the episode is Ariella and Binyam. Yeah. And we saw a couple pictures of Binyam, I think, this time. Ooh, and in pictures. the pictures. And in the preview we um we see uh some clips of him. Yes. Um but Ariella is packing and preparing to go to Ethiopia. Her mother is coming with her. Her mother is bringing an entire hospital's worth of medical supplies with them <laughs> everything except for the epidural except for the ep- epidural yep oh yeah um and she talks about like what a um dangerous procedure inserting an epidural can be 100 <laughs> percent. yeah you were telling me about I'm like so uh, the risks of epidurals and i was like what yeah i'm telling you <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, you know, that's just you know. <laughs> that's the thing is, if I give birth to a child, I I'm gonna need that epidural. I don't know. I what cannot. You're stronger than you know. I'm not. 
Mind you, I don't have any children. I've never been through anything kind of <laughs> any sort of childbirth or anything. <laughs> but listen, if you need it, you need it. You know, there's yeah. there's no judgment there. Okay? I just I know I I know my limits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. And but then I'm like afraid. I would be afraid that the epidural hurts so bad too, because it's a big needle. It's huge. Yeah. It's a huge needle that goes in the back of your spine. You have to stay completely still, hunched over in your back, and you cannot move. Or else, if they hit your spine, like if they hit something wrong, you can be paralyzed. Oh All right, I'm done. God. I'm sorry. Have you never watched any birthing? <laughs> Any birthing like shows? I used to watch on TLC the baby show all the time. I mean, I've seen stuff like that, but I've never seen like in depth explanations about like how an epidural is inserted and what the risks are. Yeah, you have to be hunched over. You're sitting up. You're hunched over, and then they stick the the needle's huge, okay, and they stick the needle in your back, right, in between a certain area in your spine, right. Boop. <laughs> That sounds so scary. <laughs> Isn't it? Oh my gosh. But I mean, it's either that or like you feel a human ripping its way out of you. I don't know how my mom did it. She said she had all of us, like all her children naturally. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. And then you poop. Sorry. Some I'm some dead. people poop. Not everyone some poops. People. Yeah, yeah. And it's literally like your pelvic bones just like moving. Yeah. Women are so amazing. Yeah. Women are so amazing. Yeah. Can I be That's there nice. when you give birth? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll just be in the closet. Just be <laughs> What closet is there in a delivery room? <laughs> Y'all don't have closets in your, well, they give birth in the regular hospital room. They don't have, they don't go to like a delivery room. You just Isn't there like a delivery wing? I clearly know nothing Zara. about giving birth. <laughs> Isn't there like a, like a delivery ward they take you to? <laughs> Wait, no, is that a really stupid question? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you just give birth in the hospital room that you are. You're on like the the labor floor, like you're on the the floor where they, you know, where the babies are, like the oh. nursery and everything. <laughs> you know they what I you thought? <laughs> you know how like when you're ready to have like an operation, they take you to the operating room. No. <laughs> when you're when you're when you go into active labor, they take you to like a delivery room. No, you deliver. I'm pretty sure in your hospital room because. Yeah, the friends I've had, they delivered just straight in the hospital room where they... I'm editing this whole part out. No! You have to keep it! <laughs> Don't edit it out. Well, so, with that... Um, <laughs> Ari's mom... Yep. With, with included in their medical supplies is like the squirt bottle, which I found pretty... Um, pretty interesting like I didn't know about the squirt bottle I, I didn't know about that I've heard of like other things um that you know for after birth care and things like that like you have to wear really heavy pads and like basically like diapers and like yeah. there's special washes that you have to use but I didn't know about the squirt bottle but that makes sense you know um, so <laughs> this this portion has just turned into us talking about the the terrifying process of giving birth. I know. 
But it's a beautiful thing. It's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> we get two women in their thirties talking about how terrifying childbirth is. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Um, Devin's mom would be very disappointed. In us. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, Devin's mom or Ari's mom? Devin's mom, because apparently by the time you're thirty, you need to. Oh yes, yes. The house so and eighty thousand well, dollars in your savings and. You're halfway there. And... You you know, you got the house. I do. Yeah. Yeah. We do. We yeah, y'all do. Yusuf <laughs> <laughs> is a big part of that. <laughs> Listen. Are you sure Yusuf doesn't have a secret brother that he never knew about? <laughs> Can I tell you though? It looks exactly like this country singer named Thomas yeah. Rhett. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And sometimes I will watch videos of him and I'll be watching and then I'll look at Yusuf and then I'll watch and then I'll look at Yusuf and I'll be like, is this not you? He'll be like, you have no. a secret life. I'm like, are you sure? Because if you are hiding country music money from me, <laughs> I would be very upset. <sighs> Seriously. I'll take some country music money. money. They make a lot of money. They sure do. Mm-hmm. Well, I think this shows how bored we are because we have spent the entirety of this couple section not talking about them. <laughs> I'm telling you, I told you they are my, well, they, she is my snack, yeah, water, bathroom break couple, yeah. like their segment. They're just yeah. not interesting to me yet. Yeah. Maybe next week when we get to meet Binyam, Maybe. Um, I'll stay. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But I don't know, cause what do we see in their in their little clip, their little future clip? I don't know, but my husband was shocked at the clip because he was like, "Is that <laughs> the same person in the, in the pictures?" Because he looks so different. Oh God! I think one is that he cut off his locks, so that yeah changes the way he looks, obviously. But he also looks a lot more. Maybe it was just the camera angle and like maybe his clothes, but he looks a lot more buff in the pictures. He looked I don't know. kind of scrawny in the thing. He <laughs> so did. Yusuf just kept saying, he was like, are you sure that's the same person? Are you sure that's the same guy? <laughs> he did. He looked very scrawny. Yeah. He looked very like, mm, this is the dancer, choreographer. Chore-. Like she was naming what well, this Martial is him? artist. <laughs> Martial artist, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All the ist that you yeah. can think of, yeah. as she said. True. I was like, you don't want to know all the ist that I could think of. Yeah. <laughs> the first thing you said was racist. That's exactly what was <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> I was like, racist, sexist, <laughs> ageist. That maybe not is Misogynist. the thing you want to say. <laughs> yeah, he's all of those things. Yeah. <laughs> Pick your words wisely, okay, yeah. Ari? Sure. <laughs> so hopefully they pique our interest. Oh, I forgot. What? We're going to see the new couple next season. I mean, next episode. Yeah. Yeah. We so, haven't been in. Int- there's just one couple left that we haven't seen yet. Yes. I'm ready to meet them. Yeah. They look like they're going to add some, like, mm, to the season. I hope so. I hope it looks so. like the woman, I don't know her name. I think it's Melissa, but I don't want to 
I think it's Melissa. Mm-hmm. I think she's she's from Colombia, mm-hmm. and the guy he's moving over there. And apparently, there's some secret that hopefully we get to find out next episode, and we don't have to wait forever to find out. There's always a to, secret. Oh my God! Everybody always has a secret. You, mm-hmm. I feel like it's required when yeah. they fill out these applications to go to a different country. It's like either you have to be outlandish, like um, Angela and Baby Girl Lisa, or you have to have a secret. <laughs> Oh, so, so oh my god yeah i hope we find out what yeah. the secret is so that was so. it for this episode um that was it do you want to do some predictions yeah we could do some predictions of who's gonna stay together and who's not facts let's do it yeah <clears throat> let me so out my everyone breaks up <laughs> yeah <laughs> Jenny and Samit are in for the long haul. Yeah, I think so. They're staying together. I think I'm Jenny and Samit are going to stay together for sure. They are. I hope they don't have any more hardships like mm-hmm. with his ex and mm-hmm. her family, mm-hmm. but they're definitely staying together if they can overcome those hardships. Yeah. Armando and Kenneth. I think they're going to stay together. I think so too. I have to see them together, though. We haven't been able to see them actually, you know, that's true. together yet. So that's I'm pre pre them joining together and being together in the same household with mm-hmm. a young child. Um, I'm hoping that they will stay together, but we have to see because that's another factor too. Armando's yeah. bringing his his daughter, his six year old daughter. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll I'm going to predict that they do stay together because I think. Um, just with both of their temperament mm-hmm. and like their family environments. I just, I think it's going to mesh really well. Mm-hmm. And Kenneth's obviously a great dad. He has spent his entire life like raising children and grandchildren. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to say they're going to stay together. Yes. I'm, um, I'm hopeful for them. I think they will too. Yeah. Jihoon and Devin. <laughs> I think they're going to stay together. I think that I don't think they're going to stay together forever. <laughs> I think <laughs> like forever, ever, forever, ever, forever. <laughs> forever. <laughs> Which one you want? You want Cardi or you want Outcast? <laughs> we can have both. Okay. Forever. <laughs> um, I don't think, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think Honestly, it's probably going to sound fucked up, but I think, um, but it's the truth. I think Devin is settling when mm-hmm. it comes to Jihoon. Mm-hmm. And I think that's unfair for her to have to settle. Mm-hmm. And I think if he does not change his ways, she will leave him yeah. eventually. Yeah. So I am in the middle for this couple. Yeah. I want them to stay together. They have a ch- uh, child together. You know, they're yeah. really cute together. I'm sure they have great times together, but Jihoon is not dependable, and that might play, that's going to play a huge factor in whether they stay together or not. So I'm in the middle. I will say, um, I will say that I, I think our predictions should probably be will they be together by the time the tell all airs? Okay. All right. And so I do think that. whatever they're going to go through this season, they are still going to stay together by the end of it. Yeah. By this season, I think they will stay together. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yazan and Brittany. No, nah, no, (laughs) 
<laughs> no. Run. No. No. She needs to get out of there. I feel like they'll be broken up before the tell-all. You think so? Yeah. They'll be like uh, Stephanie and Erica. Oh, God. It's disgusting. Yeah. Can't stand Steph. Um, and finally, Ariel and Binyam. See, this one is really difficult. This one is really difficult to um, predict because we haven't seen any of him. Right. But we'll have more when we we'll actually get yeah, to Yeah, I'm going to hold off on, on a prediction, and like a real prediction, until we can see their dynamic together. Yeah. But I have no reason to think right now that there's something seriously Aww. wrong with the relationship. So yeah. um, those are initial predictions. Okay. Who do you think is our MVP of this episode? MVP has to go to Armando. Yeah. Yeah, I totally Have agree. To. Hands down. I totally agree. And and his parents. I'm going to say his parents. I love that. Yeah. 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 The whole family. Yeah. Because it could have went so left and it, it went really, really right. Mm-hmm. They were really supportive. They were genuine. And I think it was really good for the audience to see. Um to see that reaction you know and it's pride month yeah Woo-woo. yeah um so i think it w- i think that was really beautiful and they deserve mvp for this episode i totally agree mm-hmm. so and the bitch ass slut ass whore is very obviously yazan because he is trash girl trash trash human he is basura. <laughs> Yesenia did teach me that word. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. He is basura. He is trash. He needs to um, not be the way he is. Yeah. <laughs> he needs to come to his senses. Yeah. Treat people better. Treat women better. Treat, quote unquote, the person you love better. Yeah. So that, yeah, he deserves that. And if he didn't act the hot ass mess, it probably would have had to go to Jihoon. Yeah. Yeah. Jihoon was definitely a contender. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah. Oh. Um, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening. So if you are interested in subscribing to our show, you can find us on Spotify or any other uh, podcast platform. Yes. Also, um, come check us out on Instagram. Okay, we're at a lot more stupider underscore pod. Come say hi. Come follow us. Tell yes, us your please. thoughts. If you have any suggestions, we love suggestions. Any you know anything you want us to include in the podcast? Just talk to us. We we want to make friends. Despite yeah. my despite me saying I don't want to make friends, I do want to make friends. Same. I'm not that mean. <laughs> You're not mean at all. You're the sweetest. To you. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Thank you guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye.